when you walk down the street and you see the rafters high above you of people painting and cleaning windows, there's cranes and such in the background. And you always wonder to yourself about the accidents that could be happening at any given time, whether a faulty malfunction or some form of disregard for safety protocol. What could that actually lead to? Could it bring you to the final destination? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am John, your host, and I am joined by my co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you doing this week? I'm fabulous. I know. We like to keep it clean here on this show. No free ads, but no we're getting ads. there. That would, that would honestly be our best uh, ad, honestly. Like soap or... Yeah. If yeah. We, yeah and well, I was going to say, if we could get Fabuloso back oh, in this, yeah, I yeah. think we'd, no, be, we'd be sold. Yeah. Uh, so this week, we watched the Final Destination. We did not watch Final Destination, Despite the original. every intention to do so. <laughs> That's Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, the 2000 rendition is not what we watched. We watched The Final Destination, mm-hmm. which was very... It was really like watching the rest of them, honestly. Yeah. Which I think you notated that this came out the same year as Final Destination 4. Yeah, according to IMDb. They Wait. had... To, you know. I'm not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> so since this is clearly a separate entity, we have a totally different itinerary. So what does that look like for this episode, Eric? So this one is directed by David R. Ellis. I'm going to move through this, so y'all know. So I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time except for now. Starting over. Directed by David R. Ellis. Uh, the writers were Eric Bress and Jeff- Jeffrey Reddick. Character Hunt is played by Nick Zeno. Uh, Cheyenne, a.k.a. MILF, according to IMDb, is played by Kristen <laughs> Allen. Uh, the mechanic is played by Andrew Fisella. Nick play is played by Bobby Campo. Lori is played by Chantel Van Santen. Uh, Janet is played by Haley Webb. George is played by Mikkel T. Williamson. The racist Nazi is played by Justin Wellborn. <laughs> the mechanic's girlfriend is played by Stephanie Honoré. And the cowboy is played by Jackson Walker. Notably, I would like to say that uh, for fans of seeing people that kind of progress obviously this movie came out in 2009 so we do have some actors that kind of did some roles Mm -hmm. after this where you have nick zano who plays uh commander steel in the legends of tomorrow what what cw plug no free ads but uh and then we have uh chantelle van satin who has or santon who has done numerous roles for those of you who are listening to her recently or part of a younger generation you probably know her as the wife of butcher in the boys which is really cool so this movie clocks in at 121 mm-hmm. right so like we're we're past the plus or minus five right we're at like minus yeah. nine yeah, for this sick. movie it's pretty sick. <laughs> we, we got like I think 2009 is when I was diagnosed with ADD, so <laughs> I'm glad Hollywood was following. <laughs> so, what, what were your first impressions of this movie? This is just the most ridiculous shit ever. I mean, I don't even know if it's worth going into the rating system, because I can't tell. There's a part of me that enjoyed the movie from like a multiple instances of laughing out loud perspective. I give that a 7. From a filmmaking perspective, from a like plot of character development, cinematography, special it's effects, like a three. You know, it's like a three. So we're gonna meet in the middle at like five, and just say that that's the best I got. 
Yeah, no, I, I would definitely say that this movie for me is like a shaky five <laughs> because, because there's so many instances of just like plot points that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. The dialogue's kind of whatever. There's only one out of the, I think... Like 10 main characters yeah, in the movie. Yeah, there's like, like 10 <laughs> main characters in this movie and only one of them has a backstory yeah. and it's so subtle and they try to like beautifully write it and uh-huh. it's the only character that they do it for. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the calling card of the franchise though, is that it's really just meant to be, you, you, it's like that bloodlust thing, right? You're just yeah. really into shock, horror, gore, shitty special effects. And know this what movie I mean? really satisfied. Yeah, it, it knows what it's... <laughs> What its audience is. <laughs> Degenerate. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so we start off with this movie at the racetrack, right? Mm-hmm. And like immediately I'm having uh, flashbacks because I was one of those people that were watch- that was watching the day that Dale Earnhardt died. Mm-hmm. And by the way, guys, I know that I'm kind of a horror. Yeah, I, I, f- I do find myself to be somewhat of a horror aficionado and I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just, I couldn't even with most of this movie. Yeah. And it, it kind of touches on a lot of things like you were saying. And for me, it was kind of one of those things that felt so real, right? Like yeah. you see it and it, that quick action, it's just like, oh my God, this is really in our face. And uh-huh. this is like part of our history now. Right. So as soon as we're on the track and like, you know, the premise of the movie that's just where we're at. And I know I consider myself to be a horror aficionado, but I'll be honest with the audience. I had never seen this one. I don't think yeah. I saw the original either. <laughs> to be fair. But I saw like, you know, three through six. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it kind of made sense from there. Uh-huh. So here we are at the racetrack. And like you were saying, I mean, this is reality. I don't know that we need to go into it again, but I'm from North Carolina. You're from Texas. You spent a lot of time in Virginia as well. So like, this is kind of like, we know people that are into this shit, you know right. what I mean? And the thing for me is that there's always that fear, like you were saying. Right. And so it's a perfect setup for final destination to get going because it seems like <laughs> one of those things where literally anything could fucking happen mm-hmm. and like hundreds of people get killed on a moment. You know what I mean? It yeah. seems possible. Right. So our boy Nick, who for all intents and purposes is the protagonist of this film. Or Hunt in this case. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sits down and breaks the bench. And he's got a big old handful of food and everything. And he sits beside his girlfriend. And the girl he's got is like sitting 12 there. hot dogs yeah, in his yeah, hands. Yeah, for like an unnecessarily amount shit, of shit. Yeah. And so like he sits down beside um, Lori, who is seated beside Janet. Janet is seated beside Hunt. And we get, here's our four main characters. You know <laughs> what I mean? All together having some fun at the racetrack. Yeah. So it's it's funny too because like he sits down and Nick is or Hunt in this case is obviously like kind of the life of the party, mm-hmm. right? Because they sit down and he cracks out. I didn't even see the bottle. Yeah, but he starts like passing it around and they're just like, "Oh, is this is this just straight Jack?" Yeah. And he's like, "It's his friend Jim." <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But um, it's in binoculars. Like it was one of those like <laughs> fake bottles. It was fucking crooked. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, that scene in Days to Confuse where Pink pulls the his belt buckle off and it's uh-huh. a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, so now we have like the main character Nick. That's uh-huh. why that's going to get confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick is like looking down, and there is this little family with one character who is only referred to as MILF mm-hmm. on IMDb, yeah. with two kids and her husband. And the racetrack is too loud for these kids, yeah. right? 
<laughs> so all you hear from the kids is, no, mom, not the tampons yeah. again. <laughs> Put these in your ears, honey. <laughs> the best part is they're not even like the modern day, like uh-huh. plastic tampons. They're the just like, yeah. they, they have the string on the end so the kids can <laughs> fucking pull them out whenever they're done with them. And there's all kinds of shit. Like the girl that's sitting one row down is like, hey, man, let me get your binoculars, man. You know what I mean? This cowboy comes in with the giant Mr. Stetson. Yeah, the Stetson yeah. with the giant. And he sits down. God, I can't fucking see. And he kind of turns around. I was like, man, can you see? No, not really. Well, I'll move. Have a good day. Oh, yeah, gentlemen. He, he was the southern. It gentleman. was already like, am I having a stroke? Like, yeah. what is going on? There's so much input. You know what I mean? The humans don't interact. Like right? This. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, I, I guess this is the point where the security guard is because you hear this guy whistling Dixie, which is a telltale sign that we're about to have a racist moment. Mark that. Yeah. <laughs> and he tells the man to, "Hey, sir, can you move your feet very gently?" I'm talking about the security guard here. Yeah. I wasn't clear. The security guard asked the move man to take it and move his foot or whatever. And you see for a second that he's got the the actual swastika. Yeah, like, it's just like right shoulder. under uh-huh. his like it's one of those douchey like shortcut leather jackets yeah. where it's like just over your shoulder mm-hmm. so you can kind of show people that you have a swastika. I can on tell your people that I have this cover, but it's also not, so you can clearly see it. Yeah. And so, like I said, what a motley crew! Of, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we people. call a proud enough boy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more than fair. <laughs> so this is the point where it start shit kind of starts moving a little bit. Not only has the bench broken under Nick's fat ass, but like <laughs> the the load bearing girder or frame it or starts whatever to starts to crumble. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, we have shots, and again, this is the point where I like in my notes I was I can't keep up with the details because everything is moving. Oh so yeah, there's yeah. like oil spilling and like screwdrivers getting left in cars and pit road. Yeah, because it, it's, it's of, bouncing between. It's bouncing between the cracking mm-hmm. and the car, which is number six, which yeah. I don't know if that's Dale Earnhardt because I don't watch racing. Earnhardt it's fucking was, stupid. Earnhardt was three, I think. Uh, yeah, don't yeah, care. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you care about racing, what are you doing yeah. with your time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it gets to a point where uh, number six pulls in and he's like getting the... I don't know what you call it, but the checkup that you do during races yeah. and shit. They're like filling his gas or checking his tire pressure. They're doing everything else in between. And the guy in the back is actually filling up the gas tank, which mm-hmm. I assume is in the back, which is like the way old cars used to be modeled, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Like, cause I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It also might not be the case. And it was just final destination <laughs> giving us that. Yeah. Uh, and then for some reason there is like this fucking, uh, it looks like a bent ice pick. And for the people who actually work on cars, yeah. feel free to tell us yeah. what the fuck it is. But the, I think it was the screwdriver that got stuck and bent into that hole, and that's why it was bent or something. But, but the yeah. tip wasn't a flathead or a oh. or a Phillips head. <laughs> it was literally a spike on, right. <laughs> on the end of it that was just fucking cockeyed up. So I'm sitting here like, I don't fucking understand mm. what this is. Again, there's a lot of input. <laughs> And he just gets stuck into the fucking back light mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And of course they're like driving through and then the piece falls out. It fucking blows a tire in another car mm-hmm. and everything starts going mm-hmm. shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause um, Nick has already remarked on the fact that he felt something touch him. You can kind of, that kind of thing. There's something here. Right. <laughs> 
And yeah, and so the car kind of just explodes. You know, I think somebody made a comment. Is it safe to sit here? Like four seconds before this. And then the tire, the, the car explodes, flies, you know, pieces are going everywhere. A tire bounces over the railing and just decapitates the mechanic's girlfriend, who I have listed as binoculars girl. But... <laughs> Which was absolutely incredible because, like, we looked at each other and we were just like, that's, that's not how that, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it had, like, gone out, mm-hmm. hit her in the face and, like, snapped her neck, sure. Mm-hmm. I totally get that that amount of centripetal force would just fucking kill you. Right. But, but it's not going to decapitate right, you. Yeah. <laughs> you. Your neck would snap. Your head wouldn't come off. Um, especially because there's rolling them anyway. You just fall over the back I of the I didn't bench. pass physics, but neither did these guys. Um, so... The Nazi dies, his girlfriend dies, they get cut in half by the hood of the car that also somehow eludes the fence and everything. Uh, the cowboy uh, gets slammed against a wall. The MILF gets, you know, crushed by an engine. The kindly security guard, something happens to him, he's fucking dead. Everybody's running and panicking, shit's falling apart, the whole thing's caving in. Fucking Giga Chad Hunk or whatever his <laughs> name was, Hank. Blondie. Yeah, he gets the killed. Dude from Sub 41. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets killed, so does his girlfriend. Um, Lori is there and she catches on fire or something. And then the people get like the mechanic gets penetrated through the mouth and Nick just fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and that one and just was like weird everybody <laughs> just kind of dies. Right. And you're like, Oh, okay. Good movie. And, then, <laughs> and yeah, again, that's yeah. what I look for. Cause I thought like, it was the twist is like, none of these guys are main characters. No, it turns out this was Nick's vision the whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's like the trope in all of these movies. And I'm going to go ahead and start off with this now. Yeah. Because I got to tell you guys, as a viewer in the audience of this movie, the only thing that fucks me up every single time, and actually, weirdly enough, in this movie, alludes differently than Mm -hmm. every other Final Destination that I've seen. Again, it's like three through six. Mm -hmm. But when the premise of the movie is based around death, Mm -hmm. fate, destiny, Mm -hmm. that's what kills you. Mm -hmm. That's what's chasing your coattails this entire time and just nipping at your fucking ankles. Mm -hmm. What other opposing force is giving you the fucking visions that are like, this is how people die? Yeah. And this is the one where it's like, uh, mark this, (laughs) but this is the one where it's like, oh, was this supposed to be the way the whole time? Mm -hmm. And there the are like timelines. Yeah, and the answer is no, because there were six other movies that said otherwise. Right. It 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 has a lot to do with like the killer plays with his food. So like is destiny <laughs> the killer? You know what I mean? Is that what we're meant to believe? Is like there's like a there's a Freddy Krueger out there. God. I'm giving you the problem and the answer. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. What a piece of shit. So yeah, we we go into Nick like snapping to in the raceway Mm -hmm. and it was all a dream Mm -hmm. quote unquote i used to read up word (laughs) (laughs) i actually have it in my notes as nick's a gypsy (laughs) he just reads crystal balls through this whole fucking movie 100 percent. and we have uh him kind of going through this phase right where he's explaining it's like any other premonition Mm -hmm. movie that you watch where there are the there's these moments where he's like, this happens and Mm. this happens and this happens. Like he's talking about the tampons and the kids (laughs) ears and the Stetson guy and the Nazi. And (laughs) it just all kind of comes downhill Mm -hmm. at once. And that's so, (laughs) again, I don't know who's feeding him this information, but everybody else is like, 
oh, that's so wild. That's so crazy. How could you ever see that a Nazi would fucking die Say here? something racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? And so Nick's like, I gotta go. <laughs> like, we gotta go. <laughs> you, 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 you're coming with me. You're right. So everybody actually makes it out this time mm-hmm. around, right? Yeah. And they're having the conversation with George, who is the security guard. Mm-hmm. Which normally I wouldn't preface this in our episodes, but it is important that he is black mm-hmm. uh, for for literally the next thirty seconds of the right. movie. Is we start off, uh, they're all having the conversation outside of the raceway, mm-hmm. and Nick is explaining like everything that he just went through, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's so crazy." Mm-hmm. And then next thing we see is like they, <laughs> it's such a two thousands shot too when. You know, the you hear the bang, right? You hear the explosion on the speedway where I I assume you hear the car flip. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this giant crowd of people that are trying to run out of the exit they just come out of, and there's just like the shittiest doom style flame behind them. Like the them. green screen fire behind <laughs> them. They're they're not even in the they're not even dimensionally proportionate to that moment. You know what I mean? That's why that's why again for this whole time, that's why I thought we were watching the two thousand one, because the special effects were hitting like it felt exactly you know what the I mean? same. Yeah. So then we the the funniest like it's not the funniest kill, but it's just the oh yeah, this is like this tire comes from because our kill one stays the same. Our kill one stays the same anyway. But this tire not only eludes defense, eludes the entire fucking stadium <laughs> and kind of curveballs into the back of mechanic girlfriend's head, <laughs> so she gets her head blown off anyway. The velocity, put some spikes on it, put, put some, some mustard on it. On it. <laughs> <laughs> and in my notes, I like I originally okay. Kill number one is the mechanic. Oh, actually, she does die first. You oh, know what wow, I mean? And I was so like, crazy. great, she okay. Is actually, this dead. is sick. So like, we have this hard cut. And now they're in this like coffee shop, like restaurant thing, bakery. Yeah, I guess. Hunt I is know. like yeah. flipping his lucky Hunt's coin. Name, thank you. Yeah. yeah, he's like flipping his lucky coin between his fingers, which was hilarious because the last time I've ever seen another person do that was in Scrubs. It's not Jamie Fox. What is his fucking name? Whatever. <laughs> anyways he, he's doing like the dexterity mm-hmm. thing like he is between his fingers and uh the dude wa- the actor winds up having parkinson's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh no <laughs> you weren't lucky <laughs> and your dexterity is now shit <laughs> i might edit that out who knows <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're sitting in this coffee shop and they are talking about oh that was so weird right yeah. That you you said everyone was going to die, and then everyone fucking died. Yeah. Over like a cappuccino. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're doing art in it, but it's actually just like the, the number six race car. He's got like a coloring book. He's just like, <laughs> I bought this in the gift shop before we left, okay? I'm scared. It's the coffee. I'm having a tough time. <laughs> it's the coffee shop in Daytona. <laughs> Compose ourselves. <laughs> so Janet is the only one that gives a fuck. Like Nick hasn't spoken. He's just staring at the table and the table like has something carved in it that said it's coming. Mm-hmm. And he just like is not breaking eye contact. With- and Janet's like, no, but like I'm actually traumatized. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Hunt's like, dude, why are you scared? We survived, man. Everything's going to be fine. You know? Yeah. He's, he's very much like 
He's not even like an alpha dog, mm-hmm. right? He's very much just like Giga Chad. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's a Giga Chad. Yeah. He, he is the top. He is the toxic masculinity, but yeah. like back in the two thousands when it had highlights, <laughs> frosted tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or the the faded tips yeah. at this point because mm-hmm. they're like we did this shit like Ombre. a week ago. <laughs> Ombre. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we're in, we're in the coffee shop. We're like, okay, well, this is great and all, but we need to kind of figure out what we're doing from here. So we have the next scene is, is Nick, yeah. Nick and Lori mm-hmm. go to the memorial because that's exactly what raceways do. <laughs> they if anybody them. died here, you can come visit them in 24 hours. We'll have a nice little setup for Especially you. Especially for white people. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely have. Right. The memorial set up for you guys. And they obviously, you know, they they talk to a couple people. Uh, they talk to... Uh, yeah, MILF comes up and yeah, it's like, hey. Mil- MILF, and hu- <laughs> MILF and husband come up. Which- MILF, MILF and DILF, if you will. <laughs> nah, he wasn't my type. But I, I will say, notably, the way the plot progresses in the movie is the DILF doesn't die. So he didn't die originally mm-hmm. to begin with. Which is really sweet from these horror writers because mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to leave these kids without a parent. Right, yeah. <laughs> Somebody would have had to unpack that in therapy. Because I'd have been that guy. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> my first, like, again, I had never seen this movie. I thought that we were going to kill the kids. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. babies! The babies! If you don't get that reference, yeah. subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, go listen to more content, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we're, we're having this memorial service mm-hmm. and everyone's having, I guess, a good time. I don't know. We talk again. We talked to the Dilf and the MILF mm-hmm. and she's he's like, I want to thank you so much for saving my wife. You're a fucking hero. Mm-hmm. Like, this is amazing. Nick's like, thanks, man. And then we wind up. Yeah. yeah he's he, so, he, like, he he's doesn't so, want any, you know, anyway. I don't want that on, my, on yeah. me. Yeah. So ne- then we have uh, George. Security comes, guard uh, George. Yeah, yeah. Security guard George. I got he- some questions for you. You know what I mean? He coming. He's coming in a little bit hot. And he wants to know too. You know yeah, what I mean? Because like, he's yeah. just like, I can be a part of this. Right. I can accept reality. <laughs> I can help. And, yeah. Well, and part of that actually comes to light a little bit later. Correct. Again, I, this honestly, is if y'all haven't picked up on this. George is the one that got the character because <laughs> <laughs> so. it was nobody else. We don't even mm-hmm. know where we are. We're assuming it's California, mm-hmm. but yeah, but, everything but, else. Is. But there's no actual clues mm-hmm. to the fact that we're in California, in the city of California, <laughs> in the state of the United States. <laughs> so we're we're talking to George. George is like trying to make sense of all of this, right? Because he's like the most rational character in mm-hmm. this entire movie. And then as he's talking to them, the Nazi comes up, right? Because the Nazi just Fucking survived. His, right. his partner did not. Right. But the Nazi fucking mm-hmm. survives. And we're just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Of and, course he survives, right? You know? Yeah. you yeah. <laughs> you got to have a character to hate to kill. And right. I love shit uh-huh. like that. I, that's like the peak of this movie for me is bringing in a Nazi just to fucking kill him. And he, it, like, he drops that hard R mm-hmm. on our guy. And, like, the worst part is, like, we... Again, George is the only character that we love so mm-hmm. far. <laughs> and part of the reason he's bringing beef at George is because George actually prevented him from entering the raceway while the explosion was happening. And so the, the Nazi couldn't go in and save his wife. So yeah. he's 
of course, the way his brain functions is this black man stopped me from saving my wife, so I have to do what I have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is so, bullshit because it's like, oh, you're welcome for your life. Yeah. Like, you could you, you could didn't have, save my life. You ruined my death is what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. Yeah. So. I don't understand. <laughs> Wouldn't know. <laughs> So now we kind of have like this really weird scene where Nick is again a gypsy mm-hmm. and just kind of like sees these flashes of a crane ball mm-hmm. and a crane and blood because blood is just in all of mm-hmm. them. And he's just like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> he's got a red door, sees a cross, you know what I mean? <laughs> and anybody that witnessed the last scene puts it together faster than I think they even needed to like illustrate with the scenery that they were doing. The imagery <laughs> that we were given during the dream. We're like, yeah, the racist is going after the black lad. We know. We established yeah, yeah. that. We, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's 2009 and we're still dealing with this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, and, I thought it was the 2001 because we had been there. <laughs> you know? but, but again, we we get so we get to the Nazi is how I have it mm-hmm. written down. Uh, the Nazi gets out of his tow truck because that's what all working class Nazis do mm-hmm. is they fucking work tow. If you are a tow truck driver and not a Nazi, this is not pointed at you. <laughs> but maybe rat your boy out though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, please don't. I don't. Well, please do. I don't know. We'll edit this part out. <laughs> nah, so so far we already know the Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses. There are so many people that are not listening to yeah, us that totally. it's fine. Yeah. I assume the Nazis are not on this one. Because we're going to do Green Room at some point. Mark that. So, anyways, the Nazi is like... or. We're in this dream sequence, right? Mm -hmm. And it's showing us all this crazy shit. And Nick wakes up and it's weird because it's actually kind of out of chain, right? Which Mm -hmm. we'll get to in a minute because Mm -hmm. they haven't discovered it quite yet. Mm -hmm. But they're in bed. He's having the nightmare. And then the knife like falls off of the bedpost, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, I don't know why you have a knife sitting there. Mine are under my bed where Mm -hmm. I can reach him. But... (laughs) For anybody who tries to fucking come up. <laughs> like a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I keep tomahawks on my bed, but I'm, I'm hitting my my uh, racial quota on that one. Yeah. We, we get to this point where, uh, you know, he's having this nightmare and the knife falls off and it falls on... Lori's face. And it falls on Lori's face. And, and her, you're just her like, photograph. Sorry, let me, let me <laughs> rephrase it. The photograph of Lori's face. Well, photograph. <laughs> And for, holy crap, my girl! No, no. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> for for us, it was weird because like she's not the next. And for those of you who have not seen Final Destination mm-hmm. in any capacity, I am going to tell you this right now: the way that it works is if people die in this mass scenario, which all of them are. Every last mm-hmm. one of these movies starts off with just a mass murder. Mm-hmm. You die in the order that you die in the mass murder. Mm -hmm. So if you survive this, you die in the order of if person one winds up fucking living, Mm -hmm. you know, it moves on a person two. Exactly. Whereas like there's supposedly a point where you can totally break this chain, Mm -hmm. but like I've never seen it Mm -hmm. because again, it always comes back to like, we just come back. I think it's a three strikes and you're out system. Yeah. Even, 
Even Claire died. Yeah. Claire yeah. lived for like four movies. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we we get to this point where here comes the tow truck. Yeah, down the, the tow. Street. Yeah, the tow truck goes <laughs> down the street, and this is actually one of our only scenes where you really get like we're talking about mm-hmm. that that character development, especially mm-hmm. for George. Is he's sitting there? He's having a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Because we find out that he doesn't drink. He puts down the big book. For mm-hmm. those of you out there, that is for AA. Mm-hmm. So he is an alcoholic. He's lost his family. Mm-hmm. Not just from them dying, but he went through this alcoholic phase. He mm-hmm. had the most prolific story mm-hmm. right. in this entire fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And here comes this Nazi boy trying to kill him. Like ice him on his Slash set across on fire as we find out because then it's the tow truck T. is a lowercase t. <laughs> so yeah, he goes to light this in his front yard, and of course, like fate be habit, right? Is you know <laughs> p- parts start moving, mm-hmm. the chain drops down, they start to the the truck's not in park, I yeah. guess. Or <laughs> well, he was drunk. Yeah, <laughs> drinking Irish ale. He was so uh, racist he wouldn't drink American right. beer. <laughs> yeah. Now the the funny point for me was that he, when he got out of the car, he just immediately vomited and then like took another sip of his beer and threw it in the back of his tow truck. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, I've met people that have been to college. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, you know, he's, he's digging the hole in the yard, prepared, and like. You know, George is, I guess, just not the wiser. If I I walked out Uh and I saw someone digging your grave in my yard, it's like, Mm -hmm. cool, time to go get the gun. Right. Right. (laughs) Or the, the, you know, and and so anyway, like, it just kind of all crescendos. And, Mm -hmm. like, I forgot how the spark happens. Again, I was, I'm loose on all of the details about how this Rube Goldberg device moves. It's so much to follow. But basically, the guy. I think it was a cigarette, actually. I think the guy's car started moving. He really, so he stops digging the trench Mm -hmm. for the cross to be put in or whatever. And he goes down the street, but like the hook of the tow truck catches his ankle. And he makes this. (laughs) Kind of noise, you know what I mean? It gets pulled to his back. He's being, yeah. <laughs> he's also being pulled through a line of gasoline, which is also catching on fire. Anyway, if it sounds crazy, that's because it was um, something decapitates. <laughs> they spent as much time on it as we did. <laughs> something decapitates him, and his flaming head, still in like screaming face mode, lands on George. He's like, Hell, I'm on fire. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you get when you worship Satan. Um, but anyway, yeah, so for kill number two, we've got, I, I wish I had a better name for him, but it's actually just Nazi boy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. fuck him. Like, yeah. not the actor. You yeah. did a great job. Yeah. But as far as, like, the Nazi character, yeah. fuck him. I don't need a name for that. Oh, notably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the So one of, my, one of the things that I do really enjoy about this series is all of the allusions to either dying or something ironic mm-hmm. and in this case it was why can't we be friends comes comes on the radio yeah. Yeah. while he's getting dragged down the street so this nazi is on fire getting dragged down the street yeah. by this fucking tow truck it's so funny to why can't yeah. we be friends yeah. and it was so perfect yeah. it was so good um you're still a five <laughs> but you're a perfect five. <laughs> but you're but you're a fucking perfect five. Right. So now we kind of like cut to uh the the core four, mm-hmm. right? And we kind of or 
There's a core five, but for some reason, George is never around. We haven't met Aragorn yet. <laughs> so the true leader. We're, we're hanging out with the core four and like, I what I assume is uh, Lori and Nick's apartment. And they're kind of talking with Hunt and Janet. Mm. And they're just like, they're sitting there and the fucking news comes on is like, hey, this guy died. <laughs> and they were like, oh, that's so fucking crazy because I died. And they're like, right. just kidding. I did all this research on how this works. <laughs> we Googled having premonitions and it told me that this is what it's, you know, this is how it works. And so this is, I guess this is where Nick and the, the gang <laughs> kind of start, or Scooby and the gang start thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick and the gang start piecing it all together, and it's it's you know like you, you broke down the way the laws of the final yeah, destination yeah, yeah. working, so we don't have to go deep into it. But basically, they're starting to understand that he has this ability to be given clues about how people will die, so he can mm-hmm. potentially save them and everything. Like you said, they find out that you can get people out of this somehow or whatever, mm-hmm. and. So it it's kind of like I I think is this where the fight happened I can't remember is it later on down so or, there, yeah. it, it, do you mean like when Janet leaves yeah because, yeah yeah, okay. yeah that, this is where that yeah, happens yeah. so Chubb Ched Hunt whatever because <laughs> well, we thought we we thought Hunt and Janet were together right yeah for a while yeah. right and maybe <laughs> that was the breakup was I don't know maybe it happened but anyway he's, I'm gonna go get late yeah he's like totally unbothered and he's like look if I ain't got much time left I'm gonna go do what I get be- do best get laid <laughs> he just kind of leaves and his buddies like Nick and Lori are like okay see you Hunt <laughs> well, and, and it's so funny too because like Again, this is Patreon content, yeah. but we thought we were watching the original Final Destination when we turned <laughs> yes. this on. So, looking back at it now, they're talking about all of these different routes of how Destiny works, right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at Eric and I was like, well, Ask Jeeves, I know couldn't tell you that mm-hmm. in 2009. He was right. like, well, they did say Google. And I was like, well, fuck, it man. It should have been our first clue. I yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, sh- it should have been our first clue, but... It's okay. the The real clue was the three D movie later. Yeah, yeah, because that that lens at that. So I was like, were they watching Spy Kids three D? What was out in two thousand and one, two thousand and two? You know. Um, anyway, so we get we get we you know Nick has another vision, and there's like a lawnmower. There's a guy smoking or whatever. There's a you know scene cuts. We get all the clues we need. We kind of again are sort of you know mm-hmm. immune to this. <laughs> um, and there's these the, this SUV like rips into this uh, this street and just stops in the middle of the road and lets these two kids out. We're like, okay, we got a soccer mom because all that checks out. And the kids, the car were, hadn't even stopped, and that fucking door was open. And the first thing the kids do are pick up rocks on the other side of the street and start trying to hit this sign. But there's like this old man filling up a lawnmower behind it, and we're just like, you little fuckers! Like I, <laughs> oh, I didn't come across the street and yeah. beaten that yeah. ass. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who your parent is. Right I'll fuck them mom. up too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where Milf steps out of the car and it's like, yeah. boys. Uh, here's a twenty dollar bill. You go, you go play video games. Mama's gonna go to get a haircut. You know, and it, I have it's just also like, never seen an arcade in right. an area that looked like that. It looked like downtown Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> There's everything's no, very beautiful and very old. There, and <laughs> there are parking structures and mm-hmm. there are coffee shops mm-hmm. and there are expensive restaurants mm-hmm. and that's the extent of where they were at. I was like, how the fuck is, I, I guess it's the only arcade in 2009, so with the high enough, like, population, you could support that in quarters, but... 
I guess. When your job is to go to the bank for the quarter machine. I was going to say it was 2009. Online multiplayer wasn't great yet. We still had local, <laughs> we still had local gaming experiences. <laughs> yeah. So we get to this salon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cheyenne comes in and like, I, maybe Cheyenne was the name of the person that was supposed to cut her hair. I don't know. But who, who gives a fuck? MILF. I was going to say it. <laughs> Basically, just, I don't have time for this. This is my one hour this whole week that isn't booked. Can somebody please just cut my hair? And she gets like this, like, 2009 era Avril Lavigne girl comes to, like, cut her hair. And she and, goes so cared on it, too. Uh-huh. Like, even to the point where, like, she walks into the back and the hostess is, like, giving her the finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she sits down and the chair moves and she tries to pump the chair up again. You know, it's got one of the foot pedals. People that you know what we're talking about know what we're talking about. And then it slides down again. She's like, I'm, I'm promise you that's the last time that'll happen. I keep telling someone to fix this. Wow. You know what I mean? Because she was being such a bitch to her. Because the, like, the stylist was deliberately fucking. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because the milkman <laughs> walked in and was like, I'm so appreciative of you like staying late to mm-hmm. do my hair. And apparently she was getting a pedicure too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By somebody that was so unfortunately Asian. And I, again, oh God, I know. Again, the stereotypes in this movie are simply what they are. <laughs> We can't do anything about it except review it with this. you all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're keeping it real. <laughs> right to your fucking makers. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and so all the shit starts moving. We see, like, how did you describe it? There's, like, this bottle that starts scooting, like, horizontally okay, or something. So, yeah. <laughs> there is this point where the not hostess, the fucking uh, uh-huh. secretary of mm. the salon is like sweeping up some fucking issue or whatever and she leaves the broom handle like leaning up against, yeah, you've been to salons before where they have uh, the tiers mm-hmm. of shit behind you. Like for the all products the, on yeah, display. Yeah, all the products stuff. that yeah. they're selling mm-hmm. and it leans up against one of the I guess conditioners, I don't know, yeah. because I only use shampoo. And- <laughs> I use three in one. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is why I'm single. This is why I'm single. This is why I'm single. Everyone, everyone in the chat's like, you're going to look like beef jerky in three years. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm ashy. <laughs> God, me too. So it kind of falls and the soap falls out on the floor and... This is one of those scenes where, like, death is just kind of cucking us a little bit. It's like, again, it's like playing with your food. Because uh-huh. your secretary steps over mm-hmm. the soap. You know, you watch her in heels just not step on it and mm-hmm. slip and shit. And then occurrences happen. Again, there's a lot of them. So it's hard to tell you the pinball and mm-hmm. how everything happens. But essentially... Arcade jokes. Yeah. It just... <laughs> So the girl's uh, chair drop, or the MILF's chair drops down, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, the, uh, sol- or the hairstylist, the stylist, yeah, like, the- gets really close to her eye with the scissors She's and everything. She's like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That part was accidental, you could tell, you know, and yeah. please don't get me fired. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, there's the hijinks that kind of slip into, um, actually, this is one of my bigger issues with the movie. <laughs> Was there so during this part of what makes this hijinks go off is there is a can of hairspray okay. that is yeah. on the counter that is level to the earth mm-hmm. as far as we know mm-hmm. there is no and even the way they shot it mm-hmm. there was no like tilt there was no lean which 
every other instance in the movies that I have seen and there's even some, in this yeah. movie, there's something that makes sense. There's force or gravity or inertia or something. Yeah, that's there is like, something you know, that pulls you yeah. to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And it starts to like just move across yeah. across this stainless uh-huh. steel fucking table. And as it moves across, it's obviously moving to the straightener. Mm-hmm. And for dudes listening to this, a straightener is a thing that has two irons on either side. Mm-hmm. And they're both hot. It mm-hmm. helps you straighten your fucking hair. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that this year. <laughs> <laughs> bravissimo, bravissimo. Uh, so it goes in between the iron that is on. She's got like Pizza. the hair dryer on and yeah. everything too. Yeah. And we're thinking this is when you die. At any moment. Yeah. yeah. You're about to just get fucking iced mm-hmm. right here, right now. And instead it explodes. The hijinks go off mm-hmm. in the, the The kids run in. The kids run in with their slushes. Dude, we just played video games. We were fucking out. We got some ice cream mitt. And like they just slip and fall on I just them. snorted sugar. <laughs> right? They slip on conditioner or whatever the fuck, whatever yeah, the yeah. slick one is. <laughs> and just face plant on the ground behind yeah. and you know what I mean? and then like the ceiling fan falls off or something because it took that much force to pull it out of the ceiling because that it kept cutting to that the whole right. scene where it was just the screws uh, is it gonna fall is it gonna stay like, on what are we, you know oh, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> so everything's fine weird this wasn't it right yeah, this is like I, you said it's that cut shit and she just kind of you know I'm so embarrassed about my boys. I promise I'll help. You know, whatever, you know, pays for her appointment, pays for everything. Just everybody's like, please go home. We're supposed to be home an hour ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> please help yeah. me. And, and, she, yeah. Yeah, and, she, and she gets to this point where, <laughs> and I, I love this in, I feel like it happens a lot in animation mm-hmm. where something is animated differently than the background animation. Mm-hmm. And you can feel it on her mm-hmm. when it's like, the rock shoots out from under the guy that, again, was mm-hmm. getting stones mm-hmm. thrown at him earlier. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there smoking a cigarette, riding on his riding mower, and it just fucking goes through her fucking right mm-hmm. eye and domes her. Mm-hmm. And For kill number three, MILF. For, for fucking kill number three yeah. is MILF, which the kids had to watch, which kind of mm-hmm. sucked, but... You know, kids didn't do anything wrong except being fucking shitheads. But the, the kids are the reason that she's dead. They, they are. They shouldn't have been throwing fucking rocks. Out of it. <laughs> That's going to be a tough one in therapy. <laughs> He's like 45. Like, I just never got over it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gives him tic- to a co- uh, tickets to a Colorado Rockies game. And he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, can't, he can't listen to rock music. <laughs> like everything... <laughs> The puck was my mom. Dwayne Johnson is his nemesis. <laughs> He'll never go to Gibraltar. <laughs> We're fucking idiots. Anyway. <laughs> that is so sting. <laughs> it's it's apparent to Nick at this point. This is when they finally unpack that like everybody that is dying was a at the race is dying in the order that they died in at the race and everything. So he decides that he wants to investigate a little bit more. Um, I'm skipping ahead just a little bit, just to get through some yeah, you know, yeah. effectively useless dialogue, which is what this whole movie was. Um, I can't even believe there was dialogue in this movie. Yeah. 
And Nick and Lori decide to go back to the racetrack where they witnessed everybody die yeah. and everything to help jog his memory, which seems like a very irresponsible thing to do for someone's mental health. But <laughs> let's go to where it happened and think about how it happened. I have to, you know what I, mean? I have to touch the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need just breathe. I have to feel the spirit within me of Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> To fucking get through the, and so George uh, George shows up behind him. Apparently, he works twenty four hours a day. Yeah, because like <laughs> when we first meet him, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and I can't. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe they have a strict sleep schedule. Maybe they were there at like nine o'clock, and mm-hmm. it's not daylight savings. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not California after all. I- <laughs> It's all California. <laughs> That's the real trick is all of our movies. It's are California, California all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. <laughs> That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. It had Will Smith in it. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <clears throat> so we make it back to office to George. And he tells him, look, I've got all of the security tapes from, you know, the accident, which to me was weird. I've been playing them back for myself. Yeah, (laughs) which to me was weird because, I mean, I would think that that would be the property of whoever was investigating this, you know. Yeah, (laughs) but you you would think as actually it turns out it's owned by the local security of. (laughs) They're the investigators (laughs) of the Speedway Speedway. (laughs) Hold it right there. (laughs) He's got six hot dogs in his hand. (laughs) So now they have, and by they, I mean, um, Nick, Lori, and George has joined the fight. So they have access to what I consider to be the order of operations. We now know who's going next. We know who has to survive to get bumped to the back of the line and everything. So they have some, some contacts now. It's not just relying on Nick's, you know, acid trip dreams that he's having you know what i mean like it's so and now we're actually getting like the whole gang together Mm -hmm. everyone's like the avengers assemble yeah we actually get uh nick lori uh george who is our security guard uh and was there anybody else i don't know that they were in the next scene but they're definitely well so there's a split right because uh we have Janet mm-hmm. is about to go into the car wash, mm-hmm. right? Well, we, you know, and it's it, the the according to the footage, mechanic is next. So they just kind of uh, yeah, they right. just kind of hustle right. over to the garage where he works again. I guess this is public info. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and and they explain everything to him, but he's like, "Look, I've been working in the shop my entire life. Working if I had, in a coal yeah, mine. <laughs> if I hadn't been killed by it, now, I ain't ever gonna be." My favorite part yeah. about that scene was so they all come into the garage because you can just do that. You can just walk into any like, fucking like the mechanic. bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where there's like cars hoisted up and shit. And again, this is one of those cuck moments mm-hmm. where death's kind of playing with its food a little mm-hmm. bit and. Lori like backs up into this giant steel beam Mm. that has a lever on it and the lever drops down Mm -hmm. the car very abruptly. Mm -hmm. Like I've been in these garages before. They don't just fall down. They're all like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
and instead this is just like <laughs> yeah so it drops down on our mechanic mm-hmm. for lack of a better mm-hmm. imdb name mm-hmm. yeah well <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just kind of hits you with that who the fuck you know he's, yeah what the fuck yeah, are you kidding me beside himself i just got done talking about how nothing's gonna kill me this is ridiculous. <laughs> that, 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 that don't kill me. And, and we, we get to this really weird scene where like, it doesn't show us how it happened because all like the whole gang is like talking to the mechanic. And now we cut to the entire gang is standing on the other side of this fence. Yeah. that is outside of the, the auto shop. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, hanging on the, the fence which is chain link and we're just kind of like talking and all that kind of shit and like you were saying he's like oh well it a fuck killed me already i already work with deadly machinery every day in my fucking life yeah and then we have the van Uh that's on top of the mount or whatever Mm -hmm. that decides to release itself and it comes down and again we're getting cucked (laughs) we're getting cucked again because it's like there's a chain connected to it and it stops like three inches mm-hmm. from actually crushing him against this chain link fence. I also think, I mean, again, I don't know if this is just how it is. I've never worked in a, you know, but it's odd to me that the chain would be the exact length plus the car's body <laughs> length that it wouldn't go into the, like off the property. Like they measured all that or out or something like that. You know what I mean? They're, they're more of like the math mechanics. Right. That <laughs> just seems like an unnecessarily long security chain to tie to a car. Like that's a lot of things that could hit leaving the bay attached to this chain that's supposed to keep it from leaving the bay. <laughs> so. But like what what was our what was our kill for? Yeah, well, and so it stops just in front of oh, him. Sorry, and they, kill three. Yeah. Kill, well, yeah. Oh, because kill three was MILF. We had oh yeah, we had mechanic's girlfriend, racist Nazi, MILF, <laughs> now the actual mechanic. Again, these are the names that we've been given. If it feels like we're playing Clue, we're kind of you know what I mean. Too. Yeah. So um, he he isn't quite crushed yet. You said good cuck moment there again, and then something happens. I mean, I guess another bottle of shampoo scooted across the bay and like <laughs> fell on something, but the chain releases and it causes enough force. I think it hits a like a. Um, it's like a nitrous tank. Yeah, and it flies, and for whatever reason, it like hits him in the nuts or something like that. But then the car, in any way, it just like. Put, long story <laughs> short, he gets forced through the chain link fence, and like a like a. Um, if anybody's ever played with play doh, or like if anybody's ever like made pottery and you cut the clay with the wire, that's kind of what. If we're, you've ever used a cheese grater. That's exactly what happens. So little like square shaped chunks are falling off of him and which didn't make sense we were talking about because it doesn't actually like it doesn't go flush against the he's clearly still behind or like in front of the fence (laughs) that the special effects will have you believe that he's been pushed through so there's just the you know what i mean my immersion it's slumping off from the backside of him and everyone's like oh fuck fuck." (laughs) no totally and and I guess like that was again one of those things for me where I was like, yeah, I'm, I know I've seen the original Final Destination. I don't know why this isn't it, but the special effects are telling me early two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where the real immersion happened. Is you can watch yeah. any of the Final Destination movies, and it's Final Destination one, right? And so we have a hard cut next scene, and Hunt is playing checkers at a country club with a young lady. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a euphemism. 
And what does he say? So, right before that, so backtracking to when everybody had the meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, And fucking Janet, like, walks out in a tizzy, and obviously Nick and Lori are fucking, so Mm -hmm. they're not going anywhere. Right. And then Nick is just like, well, you know what? If we've got this limited amount of time Mm -hmm. left, I'm going to do what I'm good at. Yeah. Fucking. So we cut to the scene where and he's at the club. Hunt's doing and, exactly what he said he would do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and fucking. He, he, he's having sex with the only pair of tits that we've seen in this movie mm-hmm. so far, which is, I mean, bravo, because usually you don't get that for anyone but like the main characters. Right. So they paid somebody else just to show mm-hmm. their tits for four minutes of this hour and 20 minute movie. I know. 21 minute movie. And they're having sex and. The girl is like, oh, I'm not even done yet. Mm-hmm. And she's like, still going, by the way, while she's like having this conversation with him. And he like picks up his phone. Yeah, he picks up his phone. And she's just like, are you fucking serious? And he just goes, I finished like four minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, part of me is like, wow, what a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And the other part of me is like, what a trooper. Because right. if you've ever had your shit beaten when it's dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, that, was, yeah. <laughs> and he was in character he was playing along and everything i guess he just ran out of steam i don't know oh, oh, and while he's you know he's exiting and again we're at a country club there's like a swimming pool there's people playing yeah. golf outside yeah. and everything we have this parallel scene that's happening where janet is i guess still in a tizzy and she's driving and she you know windshield gets shit on and so the logical she like sprays it with the windshield wiper fluid yeah, yeah. Or, or the windshield fluid and like that does, does anything right and so they give that away for free when Wake Forest wins football games, by the way. <laughs> you get a whole bottle. <laughs> Dude, you can just stop in Chicago and they'll just right. start wiping yeah. it off with newspapers and shit. And so she decides to go get her car washed. Um, on the way over there, however. So, yeah, we start dividing the the teams, right? Is now that we've watched this horrific death mm-hmm. uh, so far, we have George and... Lori in the same vehicle because I guess we mm-hmm. divvied it up with George and Lori and then Nick mm-hmm. was just going to take on everything by himself. He was going to go find Hunt, I yeah, guess. Nick, you know? Nick was going yeah. after Hunt. They were going after Lori. Mm-hmm. And it keeps bouncing back and forth between... So I, I, I feel like we kind of need to like cover these stories individually to, versus to, to, like, for them yeah, to make sense versus skipping so, everything. Okay. So, so, so who do you want to start with? So we'll start with hunt because okay. with hunt it's very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike his organs right now where Nick, <laughs> Nick has had a vision about water. He like pulls up beside for like both this. of them. Yeah, it was like right. a twofer. For and so he one. calls everybody. He's like, no water. You know, don't be near water. <laughs> and hunts like at a swimming pool, <laughs> which is, and they're Perfect. all on Nokia phones, not yeah. using their walkie-talkie mode for some reason, because it would have made everything so much easier. And we get to this point where Nick is, like, going by the pool. He gets shot in the face by, like, this asshole kid. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. And Nick... Er, yeah, Hunt. Hunt <laughs> is, like, like, fuck you. And then he winds up sitting down by the pool. He gets his glass of whatever the fuck he's drinking knocked out by a golf ball. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the drain that is in this pool mm-hmm. is incredibly powerful, mm-hmm. first of all. Right. And I guess it's based on PSI. <laughs> <laughs> Plus or minus five. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, 
he drops his lucky coin that yeah. we see earlier in the movie. And it rolls off naturally because fate, I guess, is rolling this fucking coin. It goes mm. down to the bottom and sucks into the drain. My first thought is don't fucking follow the coin that mm. you're not going to be able to find. So he goes down to find it. And the suction from the drain just, like, flips him on his butt. And his, his asshole is now just, like, on this mm. drain. And we finally get to the point where... Uh, Nick shows up and he's just like trying to call him. He's like, where the fuck are you? And then the pressure system for this pool just like starts shooting out like his lower intestine mm-hmm. and blood and all this kind of shit. And I was like, oh, we literally just got his a- his organs sucked out through his ass. For kill number five. For kill number fucking five. Rim job <laughs> of his life. <laughs> But in the meantime, so now we're back with Janet and Janet has adjusted her sunroof, which was funny to me. Janet, I love you. (laughs) Because Janet has decided to go get her car washed, despite the fact that her sunroof won't close. She was already in the line. She had already paid for it. Now let's see if it worked. Okay, it does. Cool. The sunroof closes. I thought that was fucking stupid because the first thing you would do is address the sunroof, not the bird shit on your windshield. I'd have just gone home, but but I'm lazy. I know. And... (laughs) And she makes it in, you know, she gets a call and it's from Lori and it's the same. It's the re like, no water, (laughs) Rachel, (laughs) you know, don't go near a wall. And she's like, I can't hear you. I'm in a car wash. I'm in a tunnel. Right. For some reason, for some reason, the signal goes out on her phone through, you know, the glass panels surrounding the car wash (laughs) (laughs) and the, the sunroof opens again. The mechanics keep her from rolling forward anymore. She's now stuck in the car wash and it starts like the pipe above her head breaks and it like starts deluging in the, in the vision, Mm -hmm. no water. It starts deluging through that open sunroof, and it's open just enough that she can fit her head through it. So as the car is filling up with water, we're treated to this scene where, like, if anybody's ever had, like, those McDonald's toys where it would be, like, it would be, like, Ninja Turtles related or something like that. But for some reason, they were in an SUV. And what it really is is just a car toy with a Ninja Turtle head on top of it is kind of what this scene reminded me of. She's just, now the mechanics are working, and she's being moved through the car wash. We're filling up with water. She's being slapped in the face by the fucking, you know, the uh, whatever uh, sponges. Which and... I still don't understand how that was like scary and lethal to right. her, right? Like, yeah. Unless the car or fate or whatever right. decides to just like decapitate Close her. Close the sunroof on her <laughs> head again. You know, fucking sunroofs, man. Um, I still wouldn't live without one. Uh, yeah. Not at this point in my life. No. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm balding on the top of my head and I'm going to need that to be tanned for when eventually I'll get shaved off. <laughs> so, so yeah. And so uh, Lori, for whatever reason, has the lock on where she is. And you even remarked on that. Why the yeah. fuck would they know where Lori is? Yeah. You know, so or only, Janet. I'm sorry. Where the fuck? How would yeah, Lori know where Janet not, is? No, not only did they know where Janet was. So we're getting towards the end of the car wash mm-hmm. or towards the end of Janet's life at this point. <laughs> Where the, you know, the valve that is going to come down and break off is supposed to be like the killing blow. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what I took by the end of that scene. Yeah. And it was so interesting that like, she's like screaming, not at the pipe that she doesn't know is about to come down Mm -hmm. and kill her, but just like going through the last part of the wash, which is really just like, you're going to get whipped in the face a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, it already didn't make... Ah. Stop it. <laughs> it. It already makes sense that, you know, the 
Uh, sorry, it doesn't make sense, but it already doesn't make sense that the tire killed someone at the beginning, at the beginning of this movie. Uh-huh. If she got killed by being whipped to death by the cleaners at the car wash, yeah. I'd have turned the movie off. Yeah. <laughs> Her head gets knocked around 180 <laughs> degrees. <you> know? <laughs> I'm absolutely not going to do that. So instead, the uh, Lori's SUV, which I guess she's driving a suburban, just comes <laughs> through and fucking knocks the shit out of mm-hmm. Janet's SUV and stops it. Mm-hmm. So she like comes out, she pulls her off or pulls her out of the sunroof because yeah. it can open now right. magically because death just has like this. Well, they're fucking trying. Let's get, let's throw him a bone here. We'll try something else. <laughs> you guys are so awesome. <laughs> I love the way you love each other. Yeah. So <laughs> they wind up pulling her out and everything was fine. With her, they right? just kind of move on, yeah. And, and it was, and that was kind of it. I think um, at this point, Hunt got his butthole sucked out to death, right? And <laughs> but Janet's fine. And they're, you know, the t- they're towing the cars away with what appears to be the same tow truck that belonged to the Nazi <laughs> that is now in possession of George. Which is just funny to me that he'd take his his tow truck. I fucking. But that's a handy thing to have when you you know your friends are getting bumped out of car washes. So, <laughs> um, and and they they have a conversation. There's a couple people off that are having their own conversation. Conversation. So I'll just, for the sake of keeping this moving, oh, I'll yeah. just say that Lori and Nick at this point sort of decide that, um, you know, George has to be next, right? Because he's like, the next in the sequence Janet's that been we've seen down. So she's at the back of the line again. So George kind of says, I made my peace with this. And this is when he reveals that, like, you know, my wife and child died in a car accident. Yeah. I don't know if he was driving. But it sort of seems irrelevant to the fact he that had he, more, is, he had more background than anybody else. I'm happy yeah. with what we got. And it's irrelevant <laughs> to the fact that he says he's at peace with that. So we cut two. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's this scene where he's drinking what I can only assume is Remy Martin because mm-hmm. I'm not racist. <laughs> and, you know, he's battling with, we talked about earlier, like he had the big book. He's part of AA. And he's been, which we now find out mm-hmm. from his family being dead, that like that's probably where mm-hmm. his alcoholism stems from. Mm-hmm. Again, we're not given that because this movie couldn't give us a fucking bone yeah. <laughs> for uh, character development. But we now cut to Lori and Nick mm-hmm. are entering the house. We see that the glass has not been drinking out of, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good inference of where this dude's headspace was at so we go upstairs and <laughs> he's hanging in a noose from the ceiling and nick's like oh fuck you know <laughs> we didn't make it in time because they're basically coming to just encourage him to say like you know we know that there's a way out of this we yeah. probably, you know we know we can break this cycle you don't have to die oh he killed himself you know what i mean and then he just like George is just kind of hanging there. He just goes, oh, and kind of reaches for it. They're like, oh, fuck, he's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just coughs. He's literally, like, hanging there, spinning yeah. for a second. And he's just like, Puh. And, like, my favorite part was, like, both Nick and Lori both run up to, like, pull him mm-hmm. off of it. And he's just like, get the fuck off me. Right. Like, I'm trying to. I'm, You're ruining my death. Why won't you let me die? <laughs> And there is this amazing scene where they're talking through everything. We had to pause this movie like three times and go back three or four times. When I say we were crying on the couch, we were laughing so hard. (laughs) Because 
while they're sitting on the bed and having this conversation with him, he is still in his noose. Like they cut, they cut the fucking rope and left. And he's just sitting between these two white people. Like, you know, everything about this scene reeks of what it sounds like it reeks of. You know what I mean? If you had looked at this out of context, it looks like Roots 2.0. It's not. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. It was so goddamn funny. So we move on to like them kind of figuring everything out. This is the second person they've saved notably. Like back to back. So at this point, they believe that they've... He kept saying that he wasn't able to die. Right. Because his car wouldn't start when he was trying to like put the tube in his his car. Uh, He couldn't drive anywhere because nothing was working. He wanted to kill himself. Mm -hmm. And this is actually kind of a theme that I've seen in the Final Destination movies that I have seen. There's one in particular, I don't know, remember which one I was in, because I'm sorry, guys, all these movies suck, but <laughs> but there's a scene where the guy, like, has a loaded revolver mm-hmm. and, like, goes to kill himself, and he fires all six rounds, and none of them go off, and that's, like, how this universe works, is it's right. not your turn to fucking die mm-hmm. yet. So, they, at this point, like I said, they believe they've dodged the curse, it turns out they didn't because they forgot about somebody. <laughs> they forgot about the Stetson man. They forgot about the Marlboro man. <laughs> so we have a hard cut to this. Like I, it's a hospital. Turns out because yeah. I think they saw on the news or something they were celebrating with George to life to you know yeah, looking yeah. forward to the future and things like that. Reinvigorated with purpose and all that shit. <clears throat> and at the hospital. <laughs> There's this old man in a swing that's kind of got him by, you know, the seat. So he's sort of beginning to be either submerged in this or he's having some kind of water yeah, therapy yeah, done or something like, like some sort physical of like, therapy, yeah, I would yeah, guess, yeah. for like mobility and things like that. Um, so they're filling up this tub. Uh, do we even want to talk about what he says? Like, it's just another one of those like casual racism moments that are thrown into horror movies. It is funny because the guy is very clearly not Korean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The the old man just says, "I killed I killed plenty of people like you in Korea." Yeah, and, and it's I was like, like the most, "Cool, I'm Chinese." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, so it's just like, "All right, thanks, man." And I guess that's why the man left the water on because he's like, "Fuck this guy," you know what I mean? If he drowns, he drowns. Yeah, Whatever. it was such a random motif. Yeah. for the movie, like I I felt like they exhibited racism for like no reason uh, totally. in this, in this yeah. movie, yeah. other than to like. Well, because they didn't even kill the old guy. Right. They killed the Nazi, right. which, like, you know, mm-hmm. more power to you. But, like, <laughs> the other instance was just kind of what it was. And I think you were talking about the recurring themes of Final Destination. We kind of knew the old guy wasn't going to die, right? Old guy wasn't at the race. So, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, it turns out that the cowboy is, in fact, at this hospital. And what we've been watching is sort of like this... Uh, preemptive strike i yeah. guess and so it's uh, the water that's We're overflowing death reset right. itself uh, the water that's overflowing from the tub for whatever reason is leaking through the ceiling mm-hmm. you know i imagine there's layers of concrete which is like the old that. shitty yeah uh god what do you <coughs> it's not even plaster but it's like the fucking pieces you can just push the tile out. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that are kind of just sitting on the frame anyway it's leaking down and dripping on cowboy who's in like basically a body cast aside from his upper body you know 
and it wakes him up and he's bothered by this, you know. Yeah, it's so, I would be. <laughs> so bothered to the point that he's, I guess he's seen the ceiling crack or something. He has some kind of idea that something's about to drop on him. So he like pulls himself out of bed. All of the cables that are in him come unattached. Some honey kind of makes this uh, noise. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, even, I don't know if anybody's ever had a catheter pulled out of them or anything, but like, imagine doing that without Luckily, all no. of the, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't need something bigger than my urethra. No. <laughs> um, and and I guess uh, you know, because because Nick is now hot on the trail, everybody sort of yeah. you know reconvened. I think Lori and Janet went shopping. At this point, I could be wrong. They, they went to go see the movie. Yeah, yeah. They went to go see a movie mm-hmm. because. Uh, I, it was like three or four weeks later. Sure. And, and it was like yeah. Girls Day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, the like. <laughs> for the <laughs> Nick and, and, and George are trying to go tell the cowboy this is what happening. We need to get you on team final destination here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and as soon as they enter the room, cowboy. The yeah. Final destination. Again, they knew where he was. Um. <laughs> But he's crawling on the floor and he's crawling towards a wall instead of the door for whatever reason, which seems illogical to me, but I'm not a cowboy. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. We only go to walls. <laughs> so, so we can kill the wall. <laughs> so the tub immediately, naturally, as soon as they yeah. open the door, just crushes cowboy. It for was her. very like Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Like you saw like <laughs> the Witch of the South's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of fluttering underneath, and we're just like, oh. So fuck. that'll be our kill number six. Is a big off oh, fuck moment, and it, it is fucking funny to me because they never addressed the old man that was in a swing above this hole in the. You know what I mean? And so I just I thought that was sick anyway. Um. Well, so while Nick's figuring all this out too, we have or so the death happens right mm-hmm. for Stetson guy, and then we find out that George is actually next in the chain after him. Mm-hmm. Because we know... They forgot about... The reason George didn't die was because it wasn't his turn. And they totally fucked mm-hmm. that up, you know? So, exactly. Yeah. Which, again, that's just a trope mm-hmm. for this series. It's like, yeah. they're, they're trying to keep track of who dies mm-hmm. in what order. But there's, like, one gypsy that mm-hmm. can read the crystal ball in this whole fucking movie. Or in this entire series. And they're, like, walking across the street... And this is, like, the only death that made me actively mad. Like, I don't even care that, like, the other ones just don't make sense. Mm -hmm. I was more upset by the fact that (laughs) you have two adults that didn't look both ways before crossing the street. Before jaywalking. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And, like, it's funny, too, because, like, you see George start to trail behind uh, Nick farther and farther, mm-hmm. and then he just gets fucking run Obliterated, over. yeah. So, while this is happening, we have uh, Jordan and... Jordan? Jordan, Jesus. Well, <laughs> Janet. Guess who's editing that out? <laughs> so, uh, you want to just pick up from the mall? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we have Lori and Janet who are like shoe shopping and going through the mall. I bought these like... for Nick. He likes being <laughs> sneaks. That should hurt my soul. I was like, you've got to be, you've got to be fucking. Uh, all right, me. we'll let that one slide. <laughs> <laughs> so we have have uh, 
Laurie and Janet, they're going to see whatever fucking movie mm-hmm. that happens to have a time bomb. Super in Racer it, right? Exploder Car 5. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this is Death pulling some cuck shit, is we see the way that the timeline works up with the bomb is there is like super flammable shit that is, that is also just behind the <laughs> behind mm. the theater. Uh, and I'm talking about like 12 gallon oil drums mm. of just flammable shit mm-hmm. that is sitting behind all this. And they have this dream of, Hey, this is everything that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the, Everything from the bomb, the the flammable gallons going mm-hmm. up to the nails being shot into Janet's face because Janet's like, I don't want to mo- leave this movie mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And there's all of this death that is happening from this fucking explosion. And as it turns out, that's actually Lori's vision. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Nick coming in trying to save the day after mm-hmm. George has died because she reali- he realizes who is next in the line. And as it turns out, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is all actually another vision mm-hmm. within Lori's vision, which doesn't make any, any sense. Fucking, whatever, it does not whatsoever. make any yeah. fucking sense to uh-huh. me. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to save the day now mm-hmm. after. I mean, there's, you know the scene where everybody does die in his initial vision mm-hmm. where like uh Lori gets fucking eaten by the escalator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because that's a thing. Right. Because that's how they fucking work. Right. The uh, nail explosion goes through Janet's face and yeah, everything. The nail explosion yeah. goes through Janet. The dude who was like, guys, let's walk out in a normal fashion gets blown against a fucking yeah. steel beam from Somebody the explosion. Somebody else gets blown back against <laughs> an even bigger steel beam even faster than we the killed, first guy did. Yeah. This is kill 45 yeah. <laughs> from, from this theater explosion, uh, which, I mean, it was a fun scene. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. That was where all the special, those were the best special effects in the whole movie. That's the, that's the realest looking fire, <laughs> number one. And then, and then we like cut to again. It's just another fucking cuck moment mm-hmm. where it's just like we just fade out. None of it actually happened. It was all a premonition. We so. went through two phases mm-hmm. of this not happening, and I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but what's funny about this one is this is one where you just hear the <laughs> and it's like, oh, George is still dead. Okay, we're that, picking back up right before the. You know what I mean? That, that's so true because mm-hmm. before uh, Nick comes in and saves the day mm-hmm. for the act for the actual timeline. Uh-huh. Is we don't even watch George die. Right. <laughs> we just hear and he's uh-huh. just gone. And it was a real. <sighs> so now we've saved everyone, right? We've broken the chain. Yeah, because that we. I do want to talk about the scene where he puts out an oil fire with water. Just Nick, <laughs> no, no. Nick go, okay. go ahead. Go Nick, ahead. Nick's arm has been rapid fire nailed to uh, what appeared to be concrete again uh, by a nail gun. Again, a nail gun from fifty yards away yeah. <laughs> shooting nails into mm-hmm. concrete through a person. Mm-hmm. Continue. And so the fire is moving the same way it did originally, and um, the original second deeper vision. Anyway, the deepest vision. Yeah. Anyway. He gets this big old stick, you know, this big old piece of plywood. 
Which I guess he could just reach because he's fucking it, nailed to this wall. Grabs it with his other hand. Sticks it in the fire. Lights it on fire. Just the tip. Holds it up against the water system. You know, and in the sprinkler system. And it starts raining just in time. And it puts out an oil fire faster than I've ever seen fire been put out. Let alone an oil fire. Again, with sprinkler water. And so... The flames yeah. literally go up mm-hmm. around the drums. Mm-hmm. Like the drums are on fire. Right. And... And that's kind of it. There's, again, he's like, oh, fuck, I did it. You know what I mean? And it's just a hard cut. And now he's walking down the street, and it's back in Arlington. (laughs) And he's got his little cast on, you know, his arm's been nailed to the wall and everything. Blows the finger guns. Uh (laughs) He goes and gets himself the biggest chocolate milkshake coffee that I've ever seen in my life with, like, you know depression levels of whipped cream and sprinkles on top. You know what I mean? I just watched Mm -hmm. people I don't know die. And they sit down at the table where it all started and everything, and he notices something underneath his cast, right? Mm, it's the it's coming again. Has been oh, scratched out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's oh, a, we're here. Yeah. It says something else, and it doesn't matter, because the point is, is he said, what if we were supposed to be here the whole time? What mm-hmm. if it's not over? And immediately this, like, uh, what's it called? Fuck. It's like a con- uh, the, part of the construction site oh, of the, the building, rafter. Uh, the rafter, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Part of the, yeah, the rafter falls down and this 18 wheeler that's coming through this mm-hmm. two lane street downtown just immediately swerves into the coffee shop. And that's where the credit scene starts. And they do it in x-ray mm-hmm. too. So you like, you can watch the bones breaking mm-hmm. from the three characters mm-hmm. we thought were going to survive. Which, I'll be real, was kind of cool. You know what I mean? I thought that was I thought that was kind of fun. It was very. It was uh, a creative way to say everybody did die, and the movie's over now. It was very Arkham City. Like mm-hmm. you put detective mode on, and you watch everyone's bones break. And I was super here for that. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, like I just felt so fucking empty after watching that. You know, and you would think in a movie where everybody died, you would be you know having a completely different experience. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't have anything to relate to them dying to. Right. So. Again, like, we watched <laughs> fucking The Final Destination. Again, I will reiterate, this is the 2009. Uh-huh. This is the reboot that came out in the same year as 4 before 5 came out. We're sorry. <laughs> I didn't make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, what would you score this movie? I'm going to go, uh, uh I'm going to say five again. I'm going to amalgamize. I was saying, because you said 5.5 while we were yeah. watching it. And now I'm just like, oh, I can feel it. The I longer I talk about this movie, the more I hate it. <laughs> we can keep going and I'll give you an even lower score. Um, but it's I'm at like a four right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning closer to a four. Again, I want to say from a purely entertainment standpoint, there are some genuinely laugh out loud moments in this movie. You know what I mean? I made a comment about like how much fun it must be to conceptualize how these things go down, how we can make this work. And like, because sometimes it just doesn't work based on physics, but like how we can make this happen and everything, you know? So I, I was entertained, I will say, um, but again, just from a plot standpoint, no, man. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four and a half, five. Yeah. So I would also rate this movie at a four yeah. because it's just one of those things. As I was discussing throughout the cast, like the plot does not make sense. The actors did the best that they could, I guess. Like I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell when your dialogue what, fucking no. sucks. <laughs> um. For 
the, the what's putting it at a four instead of a three is its laughability. Mm. Like I think it is one of those things where like you can kind of break it down like we're doing right now, and it's just like, oh, that's funny. That's so stupid. Mm. Like whatever. And I don't think that that's what they were going mm-hmm. for. Like when I see this movie, I think they were trying to make again a reboot of what they were already trying to do and pull people back into the series. Totally. I think they were trying to take use of new 3d technology as well, because there were so many shots realizing now that it was in 2009 where like they would flip a coin and it would come like, it's a bird's eye view. And it would come <laughs> up at the camera and back down. I think they were trying, you know, when he has the vision about the snake and it lunges, yeah, it yeah. was totally just supposed to be a, this is what we can do with special effects now, which is ironic because there was only two scenes in the entire movies that actually had practical effects on them that functioned. We didn't bring them up because they didn't fucking matter. Yeah. And they didn't actually add anything to this movie. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely have this at a four. Like, I can't imagine it being anything other than that. Would you watch this one again? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you think you would recommend this to anyone? Absolutely not. <laughs> it depends on what they're looking for. If this is a person that's like, I need to laugh. You know what I would do? I would just show people. Lie to that, people. I would just show them two or three scenes on YouTube. <laughs> this movie was this movie is one of the shortest feature length films I've ever seen in my life and I still feel like I could chop it up <laughs> the first time we paused it was like 20 minutes into yeah. it and it was like oh fuck a third of our movie is already right. gone <laughs> yeah right it, so yeah I I would re- again I would recommend this movie to someone if they were in for a laugh. They didn't want to watch like a serious horror movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't want, you know, they didn't want something that was going to be super gruesome. They mm-hmm. didn't want something. They just wanted to see some titties and laugh at. And you know what? If if any of the like, I don't know that Final Destination as a franchise is for most people because there were so many knocks against it. It feels like such a cult thing that people that are into it will watch it and worship it and love it for precisely yeah, what it and is. Yeah, and that's great. It's just not me. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, we were talking about this earlier where I feel like Final Destination and I <laughs> I wish the viewers could see the look on Laura's face earlier when I was explaining that Final Destination really is the modern day Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street not on being good. Mm-hmm. It's purely based on the fact that they milked this franchise for their cult following as hard as they could. Mm-hmm. And I fucking get that. Mm-hmm. Like, make your money. Again, we couldn't tell if this was a reboot. We couldn't tell if it was one of those, like, when... when De- we didn't know it was a reboot. <laughs> when Devil May Cry wanted to reboot their series, they renamed their series DMC Devil May Cry, but it didn't have a number <laughs> in it, despite the fact that it wasn't really a... You know what I mean? And it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I don't fucking... I don't even know that I care. You know? <laughs> I don't even know that these need to be watched in order. I don't know that any of it matters. You know? No, it, it doesn't. Because, again, like, I watched three through five, and weirdly enough, what I like, what I did really enjoy again is everybody died. So it was a self-contained story, as stuff like Nightmare on Elm Street were was, which is great because the story needed to be self-contained because they never did another version of 100%. this fucking reboot. Mm-hmm. So that was at least cool. 
It was at least something that you could put to the side and be like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to... It's in the same universe, but it doesn't have to fall into all of this other yeah. bullshit. We're not trying to break barriers here. Again, I'll just go back real quick to what I said about the fact that this is very clearly for one specific type of human being. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I would be interested to talk to like a proper Final Destination fan and get their rankings. You know what I mean? Because that's the way I want to go through the series, I think, if I ever end up doing it. You yeah. Know? I mean, if you're on our Patreon, if you want to, if you want to pay us to watch yeah. Final Destination, we will. <laughs> I'll watch all six movies. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Any final thoughts? No. Yeah, there's not much to think about. On my part, I'll say this movie sucked. Uh, <laughs> are there any life updates you would like to put out there? We are releasing by we, I mean the band Paper Violet, the band that I sing and play guitar for, Paper Violet, Paper Violet. G one. Our Violet. yes. We are releasing our first single on June 3rd. So if this comes out before then, go pre-save it. If you're listening to it after June 3rd of 2022, go listen to it now because it's available on all streaming platforms. Which, guys, it's great. I've heard the track already. I know I'm obviously biased, but that just is what it is. Deal with it. How about yourself? What's up with you? I would like to say that I would have something I could advertise now, but the problem is this is probably going to come out afterwards. Uh, but we're, <laughs> but this is a shameless plug for future ambitions is Peking Duck is running a charity drive on June 5th, which is for uh, MMIW USA, which is missing, murdered indigenous women's. The money that we're donating is going to uh, search funds, teaching uh, indigenous women self-defense and helping families deal with the grieving process. So like being able to buy headstones and all that kind of stuff. So we'll be doing this probably two to three times a year. So if that's something that you're into, which if you're not, you're a monster. Um, (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) It's like, Oh, I'm against that. Oh, so you're a piece of shit. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Please feel free to hit us up about that because, uh, in, especially in the triangle in when in North Carolina, I'm really trying to start pushing this over the next couple of years. But other than that, yeah, just pickling and doing some other stuff. I would like to go ahead and thank everybody for joining us tonight where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh with the creatures that go bump in the night.